It's been a while. Back in the studio. Yeah. How about Uh-oh. that? Long and failed. Come on. Coffee. Google Music. Seriously? Yep. Do you really want to exit? I, I do. I guess. Do, did, 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 are, are, you are you sure? Are, are yeah, it did give us like three sure? warnings there. Are you sure? I'm positive. It's weekly download, episode number 29. Yep. We got a lot to talk about. Took a took a week off. Yeah. But we're back in the studio, ready to hit the ground running. Yep, yep. Before you know, and where was I? You wonder. He was he was living the dream, every nerd's dream. Checking out SF, checking out the valley, getting the pulse, meeting some people. How was it? Awesome. Good, good stuff. Yeah. I saw you tweeted. You don't want to come back, so. No, I didn't want to come back. Who does? When I went to the valley last, I was like, why do I really have to come back here? We're gonna have to figure out how we're gonna do this show over the summer. It's yeah, we gotta figure that out. If you actually move to the valley and I move to Denver, this is gonna be uh it's pretty tough. <laughs> yeah. Well we're gonna need two different rigs. I mean you can't you can't do the show with one rig like that's all fancy and then me on my iPhone microphone that just wouldn't work. Right. So we'll figure it out. <sighs> anyway. One day at a time. So let's see. What's some big stuff that you've heard of? Well, I mean the Apple the iPad 3, supposedly confirmed date. We've heard it from the Wall Street Journal. We've heard it from a couple of other sources. March 7th. It's probably starting with the newest news, but I think it's probably one of the bigger stories right now. Looks like it's probably going to have LTE. Uh, unsure on the quad core yet. Um, what do you think about the 16 gigabyte? Like, you think they're going to keep it? You think they're finally going to get rid of it? I think if history repeats itself, they'll keep it. Right. I also think that it would be pointless in some ways. It's 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 funny because the three G antenna and AT and T make that device, the iPad with three G, so expensive that they can't make that one the three ninety nine model. Right. Even though that would make some semblance of sense, but then the only other option is to do the sixteen gigabyte or the thirty two gigabyte with Wi Fi, and. In my mind, it seems the 16 is easiest to subsidize because that's the lowest memory one for the iPad. I, they don't make an 8 gig, right? So. Right. However, 16 gigs on an iPad doesn't go very far. Well, it depends on your usage. I if guess you're, that's true. If you're, if you're their clientele that basically doesn't do a whole lot but surf the web. And At that point, is, yeah, you're fine. fascinated by that alone. You don't even need more than five. But... Uh, in general, I think the use case for the iPad is browsing and playing big ass games. It's not really to like. This actually, I don't music. play games at all, and I have some pretty quote big ass games but on do, my but iPad. But you don't, you don't listen to music, do you? Not on the iPad, no. no. So, but I can't put my photo library on there because with my games, my photo library run out of space. Well, if you don't even play them, then why do you have the games on there? I mean, I paid money for them, so I at least want them on there. Even though, yes, I know you can re-download them whenever you want. I got the eye roll, and I wish you could have seen the eye roll. <laughs> All right, that's that's a good, that's a cool excuse. Uh, lots of Apple TV stuff and uh, Google TV stuff too. Yeah, I guess. I'm I'm not that excited about TVs, though. I'm gonna tell you in my move. I've decided I'm going to buy a better TV, and I'm not sure. I think I'm gonna wait and see what Apple has to offer. Of course, you know I hope that I don't... it's not going to be less than two thousand dollars. I was thinking it'd be like fifteen or sixteen hundred, but well, if you think about it, what's a magic Steve Jobsian price like nine ninety nine? I guess that's so you're thinking nineteen ninety nine. I mean, 
if 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 they have it, they may have two versions. Right. One's nine ninety nine and one's nineteen ninety nine. And given their partnership with Sharp, I would say that I would pin their display to be with Sharp Displays. Um, it's probably just going to be the Thunderbolt display display with some contract DLDs from right. whoever. But anyway, that's still speculation. I mean, the thing is, when you hear Tim Cook talk about the Apple TV, you know, they think that there's no problem, right? You know, with the Apple TV. If if he keeps calling it a hobby like that, they're never going to either a they're never going to reveal their cards until the day it happens, or b it really is just a hobby and all. And everyone's going to be very disappointed. Out of control, exactly. Um, and I think this happened in about two thousand five, two thousand six with tablets. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they were working on a tablet as we came to find out later, but like it got way blown up, and then sure enough, five years later, a tablet comes out. Well, and then it got really, really. Uh, hit hard by a lot of the, uh, you know, journalists and whatnot saying, right. oh, this is just a big iPhone. Why would I care? Right. And the real power of advice wasn't seen for years. So Apple TV, you know, you could equate that equation. You could make that same argument because when it first came out, it was just a small box with nothing. But if it can stream concerts, have great compatibility with Hulu and Netflix that everyone else is right. using. I mean, I don't think Apple's trying to make a platform. I think they're just trying to make a device that other platforms can build on. That's how they. That's how the iPad has been so successful. Right. An accessory piece, almost to so, a to a bigger. Platform. So entering the living room, because Apple doesn't have the core competencies to do that, they're going to have to outsource a lot of it with, say, AT and T Uverse, since they have such an organization, or Verizon with Comcast or something like that. Mm-hmm. You can see this kind of relationships. Probably the talks are in place, but. I'm sure there's a lot of IP and right. issues with that that are going to hold this thing up up until the one month before launch. I mean, it's it's going to be akin to the way the uh, the Google Music, uh, I mean the uh, iCloud Music dealy with iTunes Match. Right, that, that they were working on up yeah. until the last minute, supposedly, supposedly, and you can only imagine how hard it is for TV, especially since. Most TV is owned by several studios. Several different places, yeah. It's, it's not be like movies that are like only seven or eight major studios and music which only has like four big record labels. It's certainly going to be a logistical hurdle or probably is a huge hurdle already. Now, if you're Google, you're saying to yourself, well, we don't really care about making the arrangements because the way we did the music storage was you put your own stuff on the web, it's yours. So in the same way, if you put all your own stuff on the on the TV, it's that's yours. What you're you don't watch. have to deal with anything. And else. plus, they have the powerhouse of YouTube, which right. is becoming a big deal in terms of watching channels and whatnot. So, a home entertainment system is literally just linking the pieces together for Google. But there's a, that's already there. Yeah. So, and Apple has it too, kind of with iTunes and whatnot. But their distribution model is completely different in that you have to pay for each. And they say, yeah, YouTube is certainly a, a pretty good asset to have. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, those living room wars are going to happen for the next, you know, I would say years, year yeah. or two years. I think we may, we might see the TV thing this this July in WWDC. But I think. Apple is going to continue to push at this whole iPhone tablet space because right. there's way more growth opportunity and the vision is clear in that area. 
whereas TV is questionable. We're seeing, yeah, demand is decre- you know, not increasing at all, or it's pretty stale, or sometimes decreasing. So, There was a post or an argument, or some. I, I think it was in the Goldman Sachs thing recently with Cook, basically saying, hey, when is the lar- large numbers going to come true? When is the iPhone going to stop growing? But the fact is, there's this huge, huge space of people who are still on a non-smartphone. Right. And there's where the opportunity is. Whereas with TV, it's so fragmented and people tend to grow at a slower pace just because innovation's at a slower pace. So there's a lot of moving parts to this argument that can't just be like, oh, Apple will fix it. Don't worry. I think that this is this, this is, is a little why, beyond. This that. is why it has taken so long. I'm sure they've thought about it for years and years and years and years. That TV is one of those things that hasn't really changed. It's kind of like a car, right? I mean, know? there are certain gimmicks here and there, like 3D or something of that nature, but exactly. there's no fundamental change to exactly. So, yeah. Anyway. Um. Well, uh, Windows 8. It's, yeah, consumer preview is. I love this from Leap Year Day. I mean, what the heck kind of daily is that to make it come out on leap year day? Nobody's going to even remember the date. Like, you can't even, you can't even mark it as an anniversary. I mean, <laughs> That's actually you know, really funny. You can't. Except. You know, you know, like, if somebody has a birthday on leap year day, I think the common thing is to make people celebrate their birthday the day before or after, I guess. But, like, when you're I'd a company and you could pick what day... You want your... You'd be foolish to say, oh, well, we'll do it on this day that only comes around once every four years. It's crazy. But anyway, you're going to download it? I'll probably download it, yeah. What about you? I think it would actually look really slick on a MacBook Air. Yeah, I have the Windows 8 developer preview, but I don't have... I never, like, actually installed it. I downloaded it, but... Mm-hmm. I'd, like <laughs> to see, reviews I'd and... like to see how Metro interacts with um, the trackpad. Yeah. I don't know necessarily if... Um, Boot camp is going to be ready to support fully the multi-touch gestures, though. I think it'll so, definitely be a, a challenge for Apple. S- well, to write those somebody's going to have drivers. to port it over right. for consumers to actually enjoy it. Because actually, as it turns out, a lot of people enjoy using Windows on a Macintosh machine, but that enjoyment only occurs when you know Apple does their part and right. hedges the you know just the trackpad to work a little better. So. See what I happens. don't really know if uh, it's going to be that awesome on day one, but I envision Windows 8, after the consumer preview has gone through the motions, for it to be a fantastic operating system on the MacBook Air. I mean, I keep saying that I like the Windows Phone because of the multi-touch and what they've done with the tiles and whatnot. It's different. So a fresh experience on the MacBook Air is kind of the equivalent. I think it would be pretty interesting. Yeah. I mean, so if, you, if that's what you're into, get your downloading hands ready in about... 13 days. 14 days. 14 days. Yep. Um, I enjoyed this piece about being in its deal with social just because of it's fascinating to me with the social web really being entangled with shares and likes and plus ones and tweets. It's tough to keep a track of what that actually means. There's a lot of interesting questions that come about with search when you consider the social web and how that's changing what is an important link or whatnot. Right. Um, so in this article, 
that's called Bing's uh, deal with social. Or I don't know if that's what it's actually called, but I think it was on all things D. It was on, yeah, all things D. The other day. Um, okay. So yeah, it's sort of a law hunt. Basically, basically, this article is a response to how Google has been promoting its plus search features up on the top and Bing has come out, or at least an engineer has come out and said, hey, you know, we don't do that, but I do wonder what that would be like. So right now, you know, the search, pl- the networking platforms, the social networking platforms like Facebook and Twitter, they don't pay for their results to get bumped up. Right. They don't have this whole antitrust agenda that Google may have. So, but what is it instead, you know? It's basically just the same old story with links of Facebook profiles and whatnot. But, but I liked your quote you added in that with this way, everyone wins, basically. Right. I mean, because you integrate other social networking spots, and then you, don't, you certainly don't have to worry about antitrust issues. You don't have to worry about that because the people are going to decide what's important. But the catch is, is that if the web is choosing, how do we know what the choice is? Right. So when you like something, is it that you like it because you thought it was an informative source of information? Or did you like it because it was funny? Or because it was liked by other people? The sort of like, you know, bias, you know, sort of. Sure, sure. You know what I'm talking about. So I don't really know what that means. And then when you figure out what that means, you still have to wonder what about the source of the like? Did it come from someone who's quote-unquote important, who has a lot of friends? Or did it come from someone who's added to the like pile, like this 2,000 like pile of people, so it must be an important document? I mean, there are clearly important shares and important links that are liked more than others. But in the case of two sites that are exactly the same amount of likes but completely different information, which one do you bump up more? What does that right. mean for a search? So it's interesting. And I don't really – I think the answers to that are so questionable that that's why the space has been kind of ignored, thrown on the back burner or not made to public. The other thing about that is I'll say is that given that this is going to become a bigger deal – I wonder how Google is going to respond with their plus one. Is that going to be something that becomes a, um, sort of a way of determining expertise? Or is it just, yeah, it's plus one. Right. All your friends will see it. But anyway. It's tough to say what's going to happen. I think that if, if Bing really uses Facebook or Twitter, it would certainly be helpful to them. And I think it might actually do them a favor and make their search engine a little more popular. They've got a partnership with Facebook, I think. So right. They've got some vested interest to try and figure out that problem. Make it actually work. Um, speaking of Facebook, there's a couple of things we can uh, we can talk about. I think the the first thing is is that Facebook had recently pumped, pushed out its earnings ahead of its IPO that are going to happen. Right. And the one thing that people said that Facebook is doing terrible at is mobile. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you use the mobile Facebook application, there are no ads to be found anywhere, as it turns out. The only ads that you could find are on uh, the actual online application. Like the, yeah, the web browser? Or the browser I've talked with a few people about ads, and you know they actually said those are the only ads they actually enjoy clicking on, the likes, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So I think it's interesting that there's that much... 
uh, pull. Clearly, it's a good idea. But why not put it in the mobile? And partly because it would may it may clutter the experience. I mean, there's such a small form factor here. So Facebook could do the usual um, thing where Facebook puts it or where an app puts a banner mm -hmm. on the bottom of the page or the top. But that would just completely mess up the UI. Nobody wants to do that. So then what they could do is pull a Twitter and integrate it within your news feed. But, but then, then it starts sounds, to get, yeah. That seems a little intrusive. So what do you do? Do you satisfy the people and just throw it in there anyway and eventually they'll get used to it like every other Facebook iteration? Or, you know, is there a better way? Yeah. It's kind of tough to say, like... I almost think that even though it's a little intrusive, if you just subtly put things in the news feed, it wouldn't be terrible. You know what I mean? Because, like, I mean, you already sift through clutter anyway, and you're like, eh, I don't really care about this, or yeah, maybe I do care about this. 85% of Facebook's revenue is ads. So right now the thing that they're really good at is ads. But there's a lot of other innovation to be had when it comes to making money mm -hmm. with social. Right. Keeping in mind that most people, the only way they interact with some websites at times is by liking. That's right. So how can they capitalize on that and the analytics of that for sort of business? Like it seems to me there ought to be a analogous mobile app for businesses or fan pages to keep a track of their users and figure out how many how people actually are going. Like almost like a report. Right. Like a mobile report. Like that Google enough, Analytics, but with yeah, Facebook. That enough would give them a start, a bump in the right. right direction and give them some revenue from the mobile data that they're gathering. I'm sure they may be doing it in some way, but it's not becoming it's not coming to the forefront as is like a certainly service. if we don't know about it, it can't be that popular. Right. Um, and another thing about Facebook is uh, the ads experience in particular has expanded to photos. So now when you open a photos and the light box pops up on top of the web page, right. there's ads on the right corner. So to me, I think it's I think it's a good idea. And it actually the photo itself, that interface is Right, I agreed with yeah what you were saying. Tremendous it really puts an eye on the photo, not everything else. But in terms of the actual ad being there, I don't really, I didn't really notice it. Like, I noticed the new interface, and that's what made me look at everything else, but if you're a new Facebook user, and you've never seen the old Facebook iterations over and over over the past, you know, few years, I don't really believe putting it on the bottom right corner is going to make that right. any more of an impression as putting it on the front page. And I I never even noticed this, these ads, to be honest with you, until I saw this article. And I was oh, like, really? I'm like, oh, yeah, there they are. Yeah, I mean, people turn blinders on to ads all the time, but specifically when your objective is to look at a photo. It's kind of hard, to. It's pretty tough. But, there, I mean, save from putting the ad directly on the photo and being And then, annoying, yeah, then you're going to be really making people it angry. It makes sense. It's like an inevitability. Right. But there are so many, again, there are so many creative ways of advertising. For example, like, if a company wanted to do a public event, they could stick that in your events or invite you to it mm -hmm. or invite a lot of people you know based on but how much of that is intrusive how much of that is privacy there's it's just such a new space that these kind of it's tough to say thought yeah. out yet. Um, okay so that's social networking as it is uh, what else I hate this nonsense the, okay the so, Honeywell uh... so Nest Labs, for those of you who don't know, 
is a fantastic company that has decided to take this antiquated thing called the thermostat and make it reasonably Be- friendly. Right, better. It's it's much better. It's it's a fantastic application. I had heard about it first a long time ago uh, by a person who shall remain unnamed, but they told me, hey, this is going to be huge when it was announced. And it, it's a big deal. I think it's, it, it, a lot of people enjoy it. There are certain requirements for the home to actually be compatible with Nest. It's got to have like a certain air intake. It's got to have right. the right wiring. But most homes these days do have that. And what makes it interesting is that it was made by the designers of the iPod. So it's got a nice wheel around the side for you to interact with it. And Something people are used to. It's different. But it's also different for a thermostat. Right. Now, the thing is, Big Bad Honeywell has come around, and they've said, hey, you've infringed on about six of our patents, and we just haven't done anything about them yet. But so go ahead, wrong. keep going, yeah. But you're doing wrong, so uh, we are going to sue you. This is just annoying. I'll tell you, I, don't, I know we made that pact not to talk about patents very often, so I rarely post anything about patents, or we don't talk about patents, because we agreed in July, I think, that we hate patents. Mm-hmm. They ruin everything, but... I mean, it's gotten so bad that I will bring this up today that I, I noticed an article a little while ago, but I refuse to post it because I think it's ridiculous, that Apple is petitioning the bankruptcy court uh-huh. to, to file more patent or, like, suits against Kodak. At this point, Kodak's probably going out of business. I mean, I'm just going to throw it out there. I don't, I don't see them coming out of this or they're going to get bought by someone. What's the point? It's kind of like beating a dog when they're down. Exactly. Mm. I just, I don't understand. If you saw Chris, he's red in the face. Actually, <laughs> I'm, so, I'm mad. so mad. He's so mad at it. Yes. Anyway, this sort of thing stifles innovation, and it's very frustrating. I mean, that's actually same person who shall be unnamed. He spoke to me on the phone the other day, and he said, you know, we expected it. We knew it was going to happen. We, we're not stupid. Like, right. we know that there are going to be companies that are going to protect intellectual property as stupid as natural language systems in... Uh, Nest. Yeah, we patented that. That's a stupid patent. That's not even a patent. That's just, hey, I had this idea. It's become an idea like source, and it's too bad because once somebody has an idea and they can't execute it because somebody else thought of it... And never did anything about it. That's not good enough. That's not the way a patent should go. A patent, since, since this has brought it up, I think really it should be if somebody has an idea and has executed and has a working prototype of the thing, then they it's be understandable. The patent. That's that's. I'd even totally be fine with you've got a certain amount of time to, to to make your innovation happen and a reasonable amount of time. Right. Like you, you may just have an idea. You don't even have a prototype yet. But we'll go ahead and give it to you and you know make this innovation happen and and it's fine. But to just sit under patent trolls or things like that just drives me crazy. Mm-hmm. Did you see this? The push to, yeah. About, um, basically, the U.S. government has announced that there should definitely be a push for digitizing textbooks. And as Truman pointed out, just two weeks after the uh, iBooks author announcement. It's pretty crazy. I, I think that Apple... Must have been talking with the government about this for a while. I, right. it's, 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 it makes you wonder if this is like a big advertisement. It, because like if you go to these to this particular news article, mm-hmm. I, I, I believe they actually cite the fact that this has this, this happened just after, yeah, here you go. 
Apple has announced that it would have electronic versions of a few standard high school books on the iPad tablet. This is an advertisement to me. This is like right. saying, this is like, we worked with the government and the government is backing us. Ha ha. We own the government. I don't know. It's, it's a little sketchy, but still. It's true, though, that there should be sort of this push for digital textbooks. Have you ever thought of, you know, little kids who could break these devices and stuff, though? Yeah, I, I was actually joking with someone about that in my office the other day, like, that, yeah, we're going to get this, but what happens when kids drop them and they think, oh, we're saving fourteen, we're saving so much money only having $14 textbooks, but now I owe my school $500 for a new iPad. Like, it's essentially what's going to happen. It's going to happen several times. I mean, part of the appeal of having a book is because they're so cheap to produce. Right. But an iP- making an app and pushing the app to a bunch of people is kind of free, so... I don't know. There's a trade-off, though. It takes a long time to make those kind of books. Have you used a book now? Did you... Did you The textbook? Yeah. No, I ran out of space. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. <Okay. laughs> Just saying. That seems to be another problem. I yeah. Suppose. Nothing oh. really to see about data throttling, just AT&T covering their behind some more, saying, we've got so many darn users now that that we have no choice. Wait. That might sound... This might sound schizophrenic of a jump for people listening. Oh, I yeah, it was just. I guess we were scrolling through to see what articles we were, we're going to talk kinda, about. Usually, how this works, if if, if you haven't guessed, <laughs> can't picked already, up on that yet. We usually just look through all the links we have linked to between the previous podcast and the one that we were recording, which would be the latest link. So Chris has pointed out that AT and T has released a data throttling statement, and basically saying, "Hey guys, dude." We've been selling a lot of smartphones, okay? So there's a lot of people, and we got to do something about it. And we know we told you we could we could give you unlimited, but we actually can't. So yeah, I actually oh this is this is a good story. You probably actually will just roll your eyes, but okay. I I ported my number away. Well, I guess not ported. I transferred my billing to myself from my parents' account because my future employer is going to pay for my cell phone up to like a hundred dollars a month. I was told by AT&T when I got to the store that I would uh, be able to keep my unlimited plan when I moved to my own account. Well, I couldn't. You're such a big boy. I know. But I, I was so frustrated that I had this unlimited plan, it was fantastic, and then all of a sudden, boom. Even though I never left AT&T, I'm now stuck on the 3 gigabyte $30 a month plan. Now, in their defense, they did finally agree that I could cancel my contract early or they would give me text messaging for $5 a month for the rest of my life. Wow. So I took the $5 and ran. What a deal. It's $15 off. And if I go over my data plan, they, were, they argued that I could then add for a dollar for $10 a gigabyte. So what's your data plan now? The 3 gigabyte for $30 a month. Hmm. Yeah, it's not unlimited. I'm sure it will go away eventually. Exactly. They can't gra- keep grandfathering the people over and over. Yeah, I Unless mean, I complain. Exactly. Most people who are listening, I mean, well, it's probably half and half. There's probably half of our people who use the uh, iPhone since day one and have been grandfathered, and half the people are like, what? Grandfathered? Unlimited data? Yeah, what is this? Is this yeah. possible? But well, yeah. I can tell you, for since 2006, before I had an iPhone even, I had another smartphone. I've had unlimited data until a week ago. Congrats. I'm not congrats. I'm, I'm so angry. <laughs> Oh, what a, to be you, maybe, maybe you should join the patent rules. Maybe. Yeah. Well, I guess that's probably all we have for this week. Yes. Yeah. Another day, another show. Yup.
So with that, if you'd like to sponsor us, be sure to check out weeklydownload.com forward slash sponsorship. And uh, we'll see you next week. Bye.